This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour is a paid program. Opinions expressed on the show are those of Naz and Wally and their guests. From hockey to wrestling, football to golf, no sport left unturned. You're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. Neil, the boys are back. Let's talk sports. Yeah, we're here. And we'd like to welcome everybody to the first Naz and Wally Sports Hour. And uh, I got across from me, Mr. Walter Regabon and Mr. Naz Marchese. Uh, You're listening to uh, AM 740. And we'll be here every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And right off the bat, I mean, we were across the street discussing the fact this is our first show ever. Okay, so there's going to be a little bit of nerves, and I got a lot of buttons in front of me. Uh, you know, some of them, I think, may take down the building, right? You know, Naz, what do you think? And uh, so just, you know, just sit tight with us. And, and uh, interesting thing, like what I did yesterday is I went around uh, on the Internet, and I, I wanted to find out, like, basically what other shows and TV stations have done, right, to, to, launch, their <laughs> launch, to launch their first show, you know, what the announcer did, what he came out, what he said, right? And I'm listening to it, and, and, and to be honest with you, it's crap. Okay, it's all crap, right? None, none of it's good. So I learned nothing, right? So I'm here. I'm on my own, okay? And I'm going to wait for everybody to kind of jump in. So, like, again, a little bit of nerves, right, Walter? You know, I'm, and I'm looking across the table here. and I got, well, I got a, a good morning to all the listeners, no, by the course, way. Yeah, but, you my know, name is Walter Rigabon. Yeah. And, and uh, we don't call them nerves no, in sports, Neil. No. We call them pregame jitters. Pregame jitters. You got that perfectly clear. And, now, and, and uh, <laughs> as an ex-minor hockey league coach, yes. uh, the best way to get a get rid of pregame jitters is to start the game. Well, when you're an adult, you have a drink. So I've got two choices. I can either take in the corner and lay a body check on you, or we can start talking about last night's Leafscape. No, no. Something the Leafs didn't do last night is uh, lay out a body check, for sure. No, well, for sure. And, and, and again, you know, just to, just, to, just to make sure that everything is lined up. This is... Just a reminder to everybody, right? This is a call-in show, okay? We will probably take uh, some callers later in the show. The numbers to call are 416-360-0740 or call toll-free in Ontario, 1-866-740-4740. Lots to talk about, and we do, you know, just to to establish, again, what this show is all about. Walter, you look fantastic. Thank you. You know, the guy comes here with a tie-on. Naz is wearing a Leafs kilt. I, I, and, and of course, he's yeah, wearing the, he's wearing the funeral, the, city, the for funeral sure. sporn, you know, uh, just to just to round things out a little bit. I, I think I'm, wake, I'm wearing a tie because I might be going to a wake exactly. today, a uh, Leafs like, wake. I, but. I, I look like an unmade bed, you know. I'm the only guy. I'm the odd man out again. I mean, you guys look like you're, you're ready to do the show, ready to do the sport. And I got to ask my friend, Mr. Greg Gold, over here. He's sitting there. If you can go over there and punch the go on that camera back there, the red button on the back, and get that thing rolling. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Our timing could not be better. Okay, impeccable timing with the with the first show ever. Given the situations that we're we're faced with in sports right now, okay, certainly the Dion Phaneuf uh, story is is at the top of the top of the food chain. Uh, the Leafs' poor performance, you know, eight losses. 
Um, but at the same time, I mean, just as a sports radio show, we, 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 we've got some incredible things coming up, as you know. We have Jake the Snake being inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Okay, I put that, like, in the priority sequence. Uh, you guys, oh, you're looking at me like Yeah, that. just I have, after I Randy. six <laughs> heads, right? You know, uh, we have the Masters coming up, and which reminds me, we have a special guest later on the show, Mr. Sean Clement, who is probably, I, I refer to him as the professor of golf. Um, am I correct? Walter, you know him supremely That would well. be a very good description yes. of Sean Clement, and, and one of, one of we'll Canada's great, great golf minds. Absolutely. And, We'll get him in later on in the show. Okay, we'll you know probably in the, in, the, in the back half hour, and uh, you know where do we start? I mean, we, we we again we have the Masters. We have we have World Cup coming up, so we're going to try to. And again, as we position ourselves, we will leave no sport left unturned, with the exception of figure skating. Okay, well, and bowling. Well, maybe bowling. Um, where do you want to start? Let's let's start with, with last night's hockey game. Let's I mean, talk. Right let's, let's, we 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 blew our brains out across across the street this morning. Uh, get it going, Walter. Like, what did you think? The hot night? topic of discussion? Yeah. Uh, Naz, I don't know if you'd agree with me, and uh, we go back a long way. Long uh, time. Long time. Has this not been the most demoralizing week in Toronto Maple Leaf history? It's, let, let, let's see how it started. It's pretty demoralizing. They, uh, I remember uh, posting something uh, about the Leafs playing Detroit one night, and we were uh, the Leafs were nine points ahead at that time, or seven points ahead, and with a win, they would have been nine. It was a four-point game, they call it. And Detroit ended up beating them, and the Leafs haven't won ever since. It's uh, almost uh, the same as last year's uh, Game 7. Not quite, but pretty close. It, it, the, the Leafs are not playing with any energy at all. Wally. Let's have a look at what happened in, the, in one week's time. They lose to Montreal. They lose to New Jersey. They lose to St. Louis. They lose to Philadelphia. And last night, a game they absolutely had to win, they lost. What happened? Well, they don't play with any, any energy. And uh, my feeling is, and I always go back to the Carlisle as the coach. Yeah, you do. I think, for I, sure. and, and I always do, and I have, <laughs> even when they were they were on a bit of a streak there. I didn't think I don't think Carlisle's the coach for this team. Yeah. It's just they do not play with any energy whatsoever. So no, last I, night's game, they they were up one nothing, but it felt like wow, they're going to lose this game. Well, they have the no, last game, you know, the last eight games, or any of them winnable. I mean, like which which games do you think that they should they should they should have back? I mean, seriously, last night was. Okay, right off the bat, you got two Detroit Red Wings sitting in the press box. Two of their top players. You brought it up across the street that they're playing uh, the Grand Rapids. The Grand team. Rapids team. They are okay, playing the know, Grand and, Rapids and, team. And, and what, what's that all about? I mean, like the Leafs can't beat that. I mean, you, you know, we're talking back and, and looking at you know, like looking at Maurice, the Marlies. They could probably go out there and do a better job. I mean, I, I, am I am I jumping to conclusions well, on that? I'm, I'm going to disagree with you a little on one point, Naz. I thought they came out fairly well last night. I thought they played a fairly decent first period. Um, I believe they outshot Detroit. They had a one nothing lead. They come out for the second period, and they gave up that shorthanded goal, which I thought that completely deflated them. Now, how many shorthanded goals have they given up in the, in, the last, in the last month? I remember two games in a row. One was against the Islanders, and the other one, I can't remember who they played. But two games in a row, they gave up two shorthanded goals in both games. And one yeah. of them, they won. Last night they played okay. If you look at the first period, how many real chances did the Leafs have? Their scoring chances last night were minimal. 
the third period, they came out. They're down one goal. They score a great goal at the end of the period by who was set up by a young kid, Riley. Yeah. And after that, they had hardly any scoring chances whatsoever to tie the game. And in the first period, they didn't have any scoring chances either. They scored the, the one goal, and that was it yeah. by Franson. They didn't really test Howard that much. What, what I found really, uh, what I found really shocking um, in the third period last night, I would have thought that somebody would have taken this team on it on his back and and lifted lifted their energy level, um, especially after what Morgan Riley did. I mean, he was trying to put this team on his back in the second period. Him and him and Gardner seemed to be the only two two players playing with, with playing with real energy. And he, he made a fantastic play, gets them back in the game with a minute to go in, in, in the second period. They come out for the third period. There's no energy. There's no buzz in the Listen, building. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that was, that, was, that was the point that you made and regarding, and, you know, regarding the ACC compared to, oh, I'll be quite, know, I'll, compared I'll, to Chicago. You were there I, I, was, I had, I had the, I had the, and under the, pressure, the under privilege pressure. or the luck of yeah. of, of being in, in Chicago for Game Five of the Stanley Cup Final last year. So, so you and know, yeah. and and, it, and and many of our listeners know it's it's known as the Madhouse on so Madison. Let's, so, yeah, well, let's all, let's evaluate the fans then. I mean, is there is there a problem with Leaf fans in the ACC? Yeah, is there a problem with Leaf fans in general? Are they not? Are they too apathetic? Are they too? You know, are they just are they just are they just there because it's a place to be seen? Are the Leafs really being taken seriously by the fans that are in the building? I mean, is well, that, is I, that I'm not I mean? gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to blame the fans for that last no, night's no, loss no. or the paying customers or yes. whatever you want to call yes. them. Uh, they didn't help. I mean, anybody who's ever played sports before knows that emotion is a big part of sports. For sure. Naz is coached. Right. Momentum coached. Momentum is a huge part of sports. I don't care how much money these guys make. Yeah, we, if they feel that they've got a crowd behind them yes. and there's an energy and a buzz, yes. that feeds into the players. It, it, you, you can call it psychological, you can call it physiological, so how, you can call it whatever you sure. want. But if you've got fans that are behind you, yeah. you skate faster, you hit harder, Guaranteed. you play better. So how, how would you, it's, like, it's like the Leafs don't have balance, a, a home balance, court advantage. Yeah, but you can't keep blaming that for the Leafs' lo- uh, losses. They've, well, had, they've, had, they've played in the ACC for a long time now, and they've had some really good teams. They've gone to the semifinals on a couple of occasions, and the, I've been to a few playoff games, and the energy was great. So you feel so that we, you know, the we building's can not a curse, is what you're saying. No, the building's not a curse. Definitely not. Definitely not. No, I mean, you know, but, you know in the old days, and you were talking, I mean, and again, we have an incredible Zoomer audience out there, and they're going to remember the garage, right? They're going to remember Boston Gardens sitting over top of the players, watching, you know, some phenomenal hockey and some incredible games. We are talking about the ACC just across the street. We, we came across, you know, the notion that it's a very flat... Okay, the, it's almost like being in a coliseum, almost the way it's just flattened out. That the, the fans don't seem to be close enough to the ice, but they're not engaging. Okay, now and, and, and we all brought it up. Now, realistically, um, what, what's more important is the coach? Is the coach more important or less important than the fans? How do you balance that out? We have a 50-50 you know proposition here. Can we? Let, we you know, I want to. We got to break for commercials first. Okay, listen, and then we'll come back. Okay, and let's just pick up on that thought. Okay, so uh, we'll be right, we'll be right back here with the Nazanwali Sports Hour, and uh, we'll just break for a commercial. Want to it say was a rainy day just... in Pizzaville when my wife accused me of having an affair. How could I tell her that I was hopelessly in love with extra thin crust pizza from Pizzaville? I didn't ask for this to happen. It was so thin, so delicate, so delicious. I can't bear to share it with my wife. She wants me to see a counsellor, but I don't want to share it with him either. 
Call Pizzaville for an extra thin crust pizza at 736-3636. Steel's Paint in Woodbridge, an enormous 20,000 square foot superstore that carries nothing but the best. Superior staff, superior advice, superior selection, superior everything. When you have a really tough job to do, they can knock it down to size. They'll show you how to get it done right, and because they only sell the best of everything, you'll get it done to last. That means superior satisfaction. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. The best. A companion, a true companion, one that's there for you no matter what. That's what owning a pet brings to your life. And at Zoomer Radio, the new AM740, we want to help you find one. Visit our website as each week we profile a different pet of the week. Available for adoption at the Toronto Humane Society. Wonderful, loving companions who need homes. Maybe yours? To view this week's pet of the week, visit am740.ca. This van took our family on some of the best and worst road trips. Every vehicle holds memories, which makes saying goodbye tough. Give your car a legacy to remember. Donate it to Kidney Car. You'll benefit those living with kidney disease, and that's a memory you can cherish. Kidney Car offers fast, free towing, plus a minimum tax receipt of $300. Call 1-866-788-CARS or visit kidneycar.ca. Kidney Car. Donate. Feel great. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. From face-offs to playoffs, field goals to own goals, you're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. We're back and uh, with the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. And again, let me give you the numbers right off the bat, right off the top. Uh, this is a call-in show, and we're going to take some calls later on in the show, but let's get the numbers out there. Uh, call Toronto, 416-360-0740, or toll-free in Ontario, one 866 740-4740. And where we left it off... Yeah, yes. I just want to go back to a point that Naz and I were yes. talking about just before the break. Sure. And I, I didn't want to give the impression that I, that I felt uh, anything wrong, that there's anything wrong with Toronto sports fans or Toronto Maple Leafs no, no, fans no, no, to be no, specific. Because no, no. we're, we're all Toronto Maple Leafs fans and we live, we live and breathe and die with the, with, with the blue and white. Listen, you and, know, you, there's no question and that's never been in doubt with anything. The one thing about Toronto is the fact that we are incredible we're incredibly, you know, diehard fans to our loyal to our teams. The blue and white. If you're an Argo fan, I mean, you're an Argo fan, right? And if you're if you're a Leaf fan, you're a, you're a diehard Leaf fan. Otherwise, we wouldn't be upset about the fact. I mean, like the old joke, right? If I had known that the last time the Leafs won Stanley Cup was in 1967, I would have celebrated a hell of a lot more. Okay. <laughs> well, you know where I mean? were you? Ten. <laughs> Listen, that was like uh, you know the video I did. Uh, let's put it this exactly. way: we, we're, we're, all, we're all Zoomers, so we, 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 we all we all remember when we were when George Armstrong shot that puck into the empty net. So. Yeah, did, you, did you have a Mickey at ten years old no, to celebrate? No, heck no, heck no. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. I might have. I I I, I might have. Okay. I, you know. So Naz, where do we go from here? We got six games left. Are are, are the Leafs done? Oh, they're done. 
They, uh, <laughs> they're done. So, okay. They have to win six in a row, and that'll be a difficult task for sure. No, well, so, so on that note, I too, in the competition, you made an incredibly good point, the fact that they're not meeting any of their close rivals. Who yeah, have, the, for the, the, yeah, the four teams that are involved in the playoff hunt, uh, they don't play each other. So, like Detroit have eight games left. Do they have eight games left in their season? Detroit? Yeah, they do. And they don't play uh, Columbus or Washington. So nobody's meeting. Is that what you're saying? Like there's no – None of the like, four so teams. this is – nobody's going to help anybody. And you know what I think? I think the Leafs are better off losing because they're closer to a lottery pick than they are a playoff spot. You know, we have Sean Clement here, and he can certainly help them with their golf game. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. They're going to need that, okay? I mean, so, like, basically, we're giving a little promo. The guy's going to pay us for this, I'm sure, right? Once he gets every leaf under contract, right, to help this, certainly me, you know, again, and when we get him in here, we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll It looks we'll like he already has it. Clarkson under contract there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, right? Help me with my – we have no room in here, even to, even to practice shots, right? So, anyways. Uh, so what back, happened last night, Naz? Yeah. Why do you think they lost the game? Was it goaltending at all? Like, come on. Well, I think the turning point in the season, one of them anyway, was uh, Carlisle uh, speaking out on Reimer. And uh, you just don't do that, especially with a goalie. You can do that with defense and forwards and that a bit. But yeah. a goaltender is a different – he's a different breed you altogether. Know that, you I know that, that I know and that. you do too. My son Patrick's a goalie, yeah. and you have a boy, right? Yeah, uh, that is a goalie also. Yeah. And they're a different breed altogether. And what he did uh, was not good. The timing was not right either. And you know the thing that bothers me the most is he doesn't come out and apologize for it. Carlisle doesn't apologize for it to settle it down. He just lets it ride, right? Yeah. And that's that's the type of personality I think he is. So, like, okay, so, like, give, give an example, okay? So, like, whatever, you have a bad game. Goalies, you know, they have a tendency to, you know, the wheels come out. How, yeah, how, how, how... You no, know, I have a okay. I have a different take on that. Uh, but but, but I, you know, I, I, are, you, are you aware of the sensitivities that a goalie yeah. is basically going to experience? I think you that, have like, to they let that first goal go by. Forget about it. Uh, haven't right? dealt with haven't dealt with goalies in the past. Uh, go, goalies tend to have different psyches, and they do. And um, uh, any coach will tell you that. Any coach will tell you that. And you can't you you can't play with their confidence. You oh, you've got to Lord, boost no, their confidence at every single opportunity. Yeah. But supposedly you are playing crap. I I, I think. <laughs> it, it was a little unfair to Carlisle in terms yes. of how in terms of how that transpired. That whole episode. There was a reporter that went to Carlisle and got that out of him, and then quickly ran to Reimer and to get a quick reaction. So was it, it was, a misstep by Carlisle? Any of it? Like, are we just are we over? I, I, are, we, are we reading the situation? I, I think wrong? I think we over. I think everybody overreacted to it. Should he have said it? Uh, probably not. Uh, I think if you're going to say anything about your goalie, keep it as positive as possible. That right, was. Right. It wasn't a terribly negative remark. All he said was he just played okay, so but which coaches, was interpreted to many, be completely negative. How many coaches historically are going to say, you know what, the goalie is the goalie's doing his job. They got to go through right. five players to get to him, right? I mean, that's an ex- that's an expression that we have to use to calm down any goalie when they're you know yeah. when they're having somewhat of an off game. Okay. Um, again, it comes back to the venue that you're playing in. I mean, you are you accustomed to it? Some goalies see things differently. I mean, they are they are they are a sensitive breed. But I, you know, being too tough on a guy like that when you know you're in a situation with the Leafs where you have your defense putting in most of your points at this time, you know, and mm-hmm. your forwards are not necessarily doing. Their jobs. Now, now you can jump in and say, you know what, Neil, you're full of, you know what. Well, Neil, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say that, but no, <laughs> you were on radio, not you know, on the air, anyways. Exactly. Off the air, well, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. The, he, 
the situation is Reimer is the goalie at the time. They yeah. lost to Detroit 3-2, and he didn't play a particularly bad game. I thought he played well. He let one in. It was a breakaway that he could have stopped. But the rest of the other two goals were goals that uh, I don't know if any goalie would stop him. Yeah. So they lose 3-2. They were in the game most of the game. He has a situation where his other goalie is hurt. Yeah. Can't play. Why would you say something like that when you're not you're considered number two goalie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, th- th- those comments happened what a couple of weeks ago, a week yeah. and a half ago. Okay, so they're they're Two sort weeks. of, but they lead into I think what is going to become the hot topic of conversation in Leafland, probably starting tomorrow morning, which is. What's Randy Carlyle's future with the Toronto Maple Leafs? Well, as well, too. I mean, we, we, we haven't even touched off on the situation with Phaneuf recently. Yeah. And, and we did have Daryl Sittler in here the other day. Let me just remind people again, you know, to call in at 416-360-0740 or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. Um, we will start taking calls in, in the back half hour. Um, but again, I mean, we did have Daryl Sittler. And the first thing out of his mouth, the first thing out of his mouth, watch it, 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 I can't use the expletive. But, you know, he's looking at the Leafs from the same perspective as that everybody else is. But he's looking at it from the captain's perspective, okay? I asked him flat out. I asked him flat out as we're walking down the hall in this building. I said, like, what do you think of the Phaneuf situation? I mean, he's like almost throwing his hands up in the air. Walter, I know you've got a lot to say about that. And Naz, you, you as well. I mean, you know, like, did you want to Did you want to talk about that now? Because everybody's like, oh, I'm going to back away from it. Well, I'm not going to back away know. from it. You know? And Naz and I have, I think, Somewhat differing opinions. I, I thought the media was terribly unfair to Dion Phaneuf. What do you think? I mean, do you, do you, are you of that and for a couple of reasons. Let's talk about the sure. reasons. Um, the uh, criticized him severely for not attending uh, uh, to talk to the media after two night, Tuesday night's game against St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he didn't show up. He apologized for it the next day. Yeah. A uh, gentleman by the name of Six Sixeros did a did a a rant on 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 his uh, on his show, and I like I like the Tim and Sid show. Don't get me wrong. No, okay? no, I of think course. I, I mean, think we've talked about that. I mean, I'm not critical of their you know, show. Exactly. Not critical of uh, exactly. a- anything the Fan Five Ninety does. So I'm not going to criticize the show, but he has a unique way of of, of attracting attention. And um, went to town a little bit on Dion so for not showing up. Showmanship, a little bit right. of that happening. But the impact that that's going to have on Phaneuf, you know, is he young enough that that's going to have well, an effect on that? Well, he's I, criticized for two reasons. One, because they believe as the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs, he has an obligation and uh, to show up to every single media request after a hockey game. That's the way I understand the criticism. Sure. That he's not allowed a night off after a game to not, to not talk to the media. If I understood that way, and somehow the fact that he makes seven million dollars a year is another reason that he Ooh. has this obligation or whatever yeah. amount of money that For he sure. makes, he's yeah. got this obligation to show up. Now I do agree that professional athletes do have an obligation to speak to the media. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, Dion Phaneuf does not have a record of not showing up. He does not have a record of of not uh, of ducking out on media requests. Uh, he's not known for that. This particular evening, he played a pretty bad hockey game. Yeah. Uh, and he, I'm sure he knew that. Yeah. And I'm sure he was very, very frustrated, very, very emotional. Yeah. And probably was somewhat concerned that if he showed up yeah. 
to answer some questions, maybe he was going to say something that he would later regret. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And sort of anticipated that and said, you know what? Tonight's not the night. So tension, you know, either got the basketball. Tonight's not the night. So the guy took advantage of him. You know, I, Okay, and sometimes you know we say in the we say in the legal business sometimes the best deals you make are the deals you don't make. Okay, (laughs) sometimes the best interviews you have are the interviews you don't have. So you think he did the right thing by walking away? I mean, Naz, what do you what's your take on it? I mean, you know, Walter, your position is like you know what it is a good analysis. Of the entire situation, I mean, was he ambushed? And, and that and that but sort of calls game. that I mean, sort of calls in, that sort of calls into question the entire responsibility of a professional athlete in his dealings with the media. How does the coach what are his obligations? What's the coach say to him at that point? What does he have does he have an additional obligation because he's the yeah. captain of the team? I think here, so. here it is in a nutshell. I think those are all legitimate I, questions. I, I think it's totally legitimate. And, and here, you know, here it is. In, here it is in a nutshell. The Toronto Maple Leafs captain. In the past seven years, is the guy that the whole city goes to. The Toronto Maple Leaf captain is the most important position out of any position in sports in this city. And it's unfortunate that Dion Phaneuf is in that situation. He's had to, he's, we've had captains like Dave Keon. Oh boy. Wendell Clark. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, Dougie. Dougie Gilmore, oh, Matt Sundin. There's a lot of these guys that were captains of the lease. And they're the, the voice of the team. Yes. And it happens that Phaneuf, I'll, I'll tell you what, I don't mind Dion Phaneuf as a defenseman. I really don't. Do but, you think that he's... However, in this city, for whatever reason, he is not very well liked. <laughs> he's not. As a hockey player? As a hockey player. Okay. Leaf fans, in particular, do not like Dion Phaneuf. But Leaf fans have a history of turning on their own at they times. They will demonize a player, right? Frequently. You know, I mean, everybody remembers the Larry Murphy story. Yeah, well, you can't compare Larry Murphy no. to Dion Phaneuf. But no. Larry Murphy was an excellent defenseman. That, for some strange reason, the fans started booing at some point. Yeah. And Dion Phaneuf takes a lot of criticism. Sure. Um, you know, he's in a position where. You've got to be tough enough to accept criticism, Absolutely. but I, I believe that uh, his the criticism on his play, yeah, just on his play is way over the top. I think Dion Phaneuf's an excellent defenseman. Well, we'll pick that up. Um, we're going to go to commercial right now. When we come back, uh, we'll remind people to give us a call at four one six three six zero zero seven forty or toll free at one eight six six seven four zero forty seven forty. We'll be right back. It was a rainy day when Peterville asked. How much loyalty is there in the world anymore? Well, about 14 inches, we figure. Introducing Pizzaville's new loyalty program. After your sixth order, you'll receive a large 14-inch pizza of your choice free with your seventh order. You scratch our back, we feed your face. Find out more at pizzaville.ca. That's pizzaville.ca. 
At 20,000 square feet, Steel's Paint and Woodbridge is Canada's largest independent paint store. Big deal, right? Big deal? Yes. The best brands, the best staff, the best advice, the best of everything. From color matching to brand selection, whether you're a pro or a DIYer, we'll look after you from the minute you walk in to the minute you walk in a second time as a completely satisfied customer. Big store, big deal, bigger satisfaction. Simple. Steel's Paint. 4190 Steeles Avenue West in Woodbridge. I started wearing it when my mother was diagnosed. At first, I felt very alone, but then I started noticing others. Now, I see them everywhere, and they understand. We're in this together. We're fighting cancer together. I wear it for my mother, and now she knows she's not alone. Every three minutes, cancer picks a fight with another Canadian. Wear a daffodil and let them know they're not alone. Join the fight. Buy a pin. Visit cancer.ca. The Great Salmon Migration. Living like a modern-day Viking a thousand years ago. What you don't know about Newfoundland, Denure Tours will show you in 10 fiddle-filled days. Join us for Denure Tours' one-hour presentation coming soon to your city. Learn about Denure Tours' popular long stays in the South, cruises in North America, and why Newfoundland is a Canadian must-see. Visit DenureTours.com and RSVP. Denure Tours. You shouldn't miss it for the world. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Bond. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice. Alta Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour is a paid program. Opinions expressed on the show are those of Naz and Wally and their guests. You name it, they'll argue about it. No sport left unturned. The boys are back, the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Yeah, we're back, and uh, we left off the conversation. We are talking about Dion Phaneuf, and uh, as a matter of fact, we have a caller who has a question, I guess, and we'll find out if it's for Naz or Wally about, about Dion Phaneuf, and let's, let's put him on the air. Let's hear what he has to say. Hello? Hello, yeah, Paul? Yeah. Yeah, you have a question for Naz or Wally? I didn't hear my name there. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Oh, boy. Yeah. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, who's the idiot that gave him $7 million for seven years? You know? See, it's exactly what we were talking about, Paul. Think, I mean, you know, there are, there are you know, people... Not at uh, all. Yeah. To start with, I mean, you look at the films. How many times is he on the ice when the other team scores? Yeah, well, How many but, times is he giving the puck away? You know, here's the thing, goal. Paul. Right off the bat, we'll talk to... Naz will tell you right off the bat, like... Uh, you know, um, his plus minus. What is it, Naz? Like you, you know. No, he was a plus twenty, but he's now probably a plus eleven or twelve. Um, he hasn't played here. He hasn't played poorly. He's played pretty well, but he's not an elite defenseman. That's the issue, I think, with the fans. The seven million dollars comes up at seven years. Is he a number one defenseman? Probably not. I disagree with you. Probably not. I think he can be. He may not be necessarily playing at that level night in and night out. I think Dion Phaneuf's got the talent to be an elite defenseman in the NHL if he's put into the right positions. Um, His plus minus up until the last few weeks was very, very good on a team 
that was overall negative. And he's playing against everybody's stars, night in and night out. And up until a couple of weeks ago, he had, a, what was a plus 20, Naz? That's a pretty, pretty good, pretty good stats. You know, let me well, tell yeah, you. And you, you consider what the callers basically, you know, he, he, they look at it and they see, you know, you know what it is too. You got a guy, and you know, Paul, we, we hear you, we hear what you had to say. And the fact of the matter is, is that you know, when they're on for a critical goal, okay, it seems like they were on for thirty goals. Am I? I mean, no, seriously, am I right? Especially when you got the C on your jersey, right? And you need that game. I mean, you got to go. Sometimes you got to look at. You know, look at the stats for for real and see exactly how this player this you know this player's. But, but you know, you know, like seven million dollars, you're getting Dion Phaneuf. Is he an elite defenseman? Is he Drew Doughty? No. Is he PK Zupan? We got another. No. Yeah, we got another caller on here. Who you know, Tony, who uh, you know has you know he, he he's 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 coming up. He thinks you know he should be trading Dion. Let's put him on. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, uh, good day, boys. John, how are you doing? Good morning. Hey, Tony. Good morning. Nice. Uh, all right, new show, good. I like it. Uh, yeah, you know, I go back when they used to boo Jim McKinney. Oh, <laughs> Jim Howie. Uh, Howie. You know, and I loved him. Jim McKinney was great. He had good moves and everything. He's a pretty boy. My sisters all loved him. And, uh, but he had good moves. But I just think that, uh, uh, you know, Dion up on it, most any other contending team would be like a third, maybe fourth defenseman. I don't, you know, otherwise would have been representing Team you know, Canada. But uh, I just saw things he did the other night that, uh, even Dave Keon dropped the gloves one night back oh when I was God, a kid yeah. watching him. You know, even Davey Keon. And a few nights ago, he walked away some stuff that might have turned the games around. You know, uh, if I could keep it one instance back in 1972, Brian Spencer, they're playing the mighty Montreal Canadiens. They lost two True games all year. Brian Spencer, Spencer, wow. Yeah, and, and, you and go back, my friend. On the radio, I tell him Ted that was back. And. Uh, Montreal was loaded. It. I think they only lost three. And, and they were down, Toronto was down 2 nothing. Spinner got in a fight with Ferguson, uh, took him down. The Leafs came back and won 3-2, which was unprecedented back, I think it was 1971. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying that for enough, a couple nights ago, would have dropped the gloves there when he when they were punching at him. Like, who likes to you know, see a guy or a captain not stand up? He just walked away. Now, if he's hurt, get him off the ice. Is he hurting the team? Well, uh, here's he he may be hurt, though. Here. Yeah, you know, and Tony is, you know, you're talking about trading him and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, I'm talking about taking no. him off if he's injured. They said he might be injured. That's why he's not playing well. And we got rid of too much sandpaper back there. We all, uh, Fraser last year was phenomenal. We shouldn't have really changed the team so much from last yeah. year. And the goalie was doing well. Let him mature more. He was, he was young back then. And look how far we got. Imagine nope. T- Tony didn't get screwed up how much better he would have been right this year. You know, we're maturing. He's a young guy. He's not an old guy. Yeah. Okay. He you know, I think the trade screwed up the whole chemistry of the team. No, thanks. And, you know, honestly, Tony, thanks for your call. And, uh, and uh, you I know, could, awesome. I, I want to just talk about a couple of things yeah. that, that, um, that Tony talked about. Um, and, I, you know, sometimes I, when, when somebody references they're making that much amount of money, um, you know, they play, they play to hockey, they play for pride. Dion Phaneuf, I'm sure, is, is going out there and giving the best possible effort he can every night irrespective of how much money he makes. Yeah. Um, For sure, yeah. And and I think he's unfairly criticized. Trade him? Is there a market for Dion Phaneuf, Naz? Oh, there's uh, a market that, for Dion Phaneuf, but I don't think the market is as good as you think it is. Uh, to me, he's not an elite defenseman. So what are you going to get for Dion Phaneuf? And, uh, let's, about, go, how, let, how, let's go back to a situation with last year in Game 7 against Boston. And something that... I brought up at the time, it was about 10 minutes left in the game, and the Leafs were up, I think the Leafs were up 4-1 or 4-2 at the time. 
I think it was 4-1. Milan Lucic is in the corner, and he is challenging Dion Phaneuf to drop the gloves with 10 minutes left in the game. Phaneuf doesn't drop the gloves against Lucic. And should he have? Yes, he should have. I disagree. I'll tell you why. Why? I'll tell you why. Because if he drops the gloves, Lucic is the one who turns things around for Boston in that, that game. If he drops the glove and gets Lucic out of the game, Toronto Maple Leafs advance in Dion Phaneuf is the number one defenseman on the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you don't want him playing the last 10 minutes that of the situ- most important that game situation, of the season? That situation where he is challenged, he should take up the challenge. That's the problem with you him. Can't, you- See, the other callers, were, were, that's what they're talking about. When he's challenged, he doesn't face the challenge. We have a caller on here who wants to talk about Dion and pairings. Uh, you guys have an opinion on that, obviously. Let's put him up and let's see what he has to say. It's called the Govs. Are you there? Good morning. Good morning. Great uh, first show, guys. Good morning. Thank Thanks. You. Thank you. Awesome. We're having a good time here. Good, good. So are we. Listening. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, question. What? Well, I have a couple of questions, sure. and then I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say. Well, let's get the big uh, one down. Let's get okay, the big question. The first one is, what, what impact do you think uh, having Carl Gunnarsson as a <laughs> – Oh, my God. As a – as a Partner has had on Phaneuf. That's the first. If one I could, if I could, if I could take that question, question. Don't <laughs> let me talk about Gunnarsson. Let, let me take that, that is question. The perfect question. Uh, right, right off the hop, um, and th- and this is we go back to trying to put players in situations where they can be successful. When Dion Phaneuf's out there uh, with, with with Gunnarsson, I feel like he's got to carry the entire load on that defense pair, and it creates it creates. I would like to see Dion Phaneuf play perhaps with somebody else, somebody perhaps like a Jake Gardner or Morgan Riley, and, and, then, and then see if Dion Phaneuf's an elite NHL defenseman or not. Naz, I know you think differently, so uh, go ahead. Oh, I don't like Gunnarsson at all. <laughs> I feel the same way about Carl Gunnarsson. As a pairing? As a pairing, I'm not sure who fits with Dion Phaneuf. I'm not sure who so fits with the other. Does, <laughs> does Gardner fit with him? I don't think so. You know, does Riley just, fit with Maybe they should just put him up at right wing or something like no, that. No, he can't you know, skate fast enough. Uh, you know, well, he skates faster than Clarkson, though, I'll tell you. No, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just suggesting. I'm throwing it out there. You know what? Realistically, it's probably an idiotic idea, of course. But then again, at the same time, I mean, we do have a situation where the defense is outscoring the forwards. Was, the, the caller game. had two points, right? Uh, he's gone. He's gone. Too bad. You know, <laughs> maybe you know, we can get him back. Call him back if he wants to call, call back. back. We'll be happy to pick it up. You know, we have you know, and we'll take it from there. But you know, we were uh, you know, you were talking about pairings, and you, both of you, you have, you have some. I think Gunnarsson's the wrong. He's the wrong pair pairing for for Dion. But Fanoff. here's the thing too. Here's and the but, thing too. And we've known that for how long this season. But we've known why it, but why, the, didn't try, seems, why didn't Carlisle try somebody different at some point? Because Carlisle loves Carl Gunnarsson. Yeah, you know well, he doesn't it, like Gardner. You the, know, you can tell. Here's the thing, Naz. Here's, here's the way I look at it. Okay, so you're, you're talking about the Leafs. You're talking about a, a defense pairing to the, to, you know, it, with, with the point in mind, in the point that, that these guys have to start producing goals. You're not even looking at them from the standpoint that they actually have to operate like defensemen. Are we, are we talking about the defenseman producing goals? Because that's been one of the bright lights on the exactly, Toronto Maple Leafs this year. But how awkward is that? How awkward is that that we have to address a player? And, and, and I shouldn't be knocking on the table. I'll probably hear it all the way through the building. But how, address a player whose job 
is to keep the puck out of the net. The Leafs are losing. Okay, job is to keep the puck out of the net. To keep that the last, you know, he's the last guy. Okay, holding up that line, right? And and, well, and we're well, looking at this guy. We're looking at this guy from the standpoint of like how productive is he from the stand, from put, you know, putting the well, but it, it, isn't that the problem with this Leaf defense? That, the way it's that's it's where set I'm up. Taking it. That's it's where I'm the, taking it. It's there aren't enough physical tough. Strong guys. We back have there. our man back on the line here. Let's bring him back up. He has a point number two. Sorry for cutting you off a little earlier. We're back, and, and yet another point you wanted to make. Go ahead. Yeah, it's more of a request than a point. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd like the guys being Zoomers to explain <laughs> yeah. to some of the audience. Yeah. Uh, what the curse of the Big M is? It uh, it seems the to curse be of the Big M. Yeah. It is seems that to is be that pervasive? I think yeah, I, like uh, I think it's established some pathways through other MLSC. Uh, teams, uh, uh, most recently with uh, Willem Dafoe going down last night um, and having an impact on the TFC. Oh, oh, the TFC. Yeah, we haven't even touched on that yet. We haven't even touched on yeah. that. The, the curse, well, there's various curses that may, may be infecting the Toronto Maple Leafs. The curse of the Big M is when he was traded in 1968 from, from Toronto to the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for, Naz, help me out, Norm Norman and Paul, Paul Anderson. and Floyd Smith. So and uh, by the way, there's been Peter Stemkowski and there's been Carl a curse Brewer. on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, well, uh, ever you know, since here's, here's the curse, and again, it's you know what we're gonna. Yeah. Well, we got to blame somebody for this. <laughs> uh, something I caused know. this eight game losing exactly, streak, so exactly. we might as well. No, I think uh, it was Nas that caused it. Yeah, you know what it is. They he, he, didn't bring... wear, he didn't wear his Leaf jersey <laughs> enough. Okay? They, they... He didn't do enough advertising out there to make sure that everybody was aware of the fact that we have a team here that sucks. They should have never gotten rid of. Listen, guys, they should never have gotten rid of Paul Morris as the announcer. They, <laughs> is he alive? You He's still alive. Let's yeah. hear you do a little bit of Paul Morris. No, not right now. Uh, we'll do that later. Uh, listen, we've got to cut to a commercial. We're going to cut to a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to have Mr. Sean Clement uh, talk to us a little bit about golf. And I know, you know we've got a lot more to talk about the least, but we have a lot more shows to do. We're on for a million weeks, I think. We've got, we've got Raptors, we've got TFC, we've got, we've got the Masters. Um, exactly. And it doesn't look like we're, not gonna, we're going to be talking about the Leafs for much longer anyway. So, so let's, let's cut to a commercial, and we'll be right back with uh, Mr. Sean Clement to talk to us a little bit about golf. Steel's Paint in Woodbridge, an enormous 20,000-square-foot superstore that carries nothing but the best. Superior staff, superior advice, superior selection, superior everything. When you have a really tough job to do, they can knock it down to size. They'll show you how to get it done right, and because they only sell the best of everything, you'll get it done to last. That means superior satisfaction. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. The best. Looking to retire on the East Coast? Retirement Miramichi in New Brunswick has been welcoming retirees from across Canada for over 16 years, with many styles of rental homes available right now. How does rent from $5.43 a month with no maintenance fees sound? It sounds about as free and easy as life gets. Retirement Miramichi, everything you need in active retirement living. We're ready to welcome you. Check out our website for current availability. Visit retirenb.ca. Britain's grumpiest doctor is back. It's an all-new season of Doc Martin on Vision TV. Next patient. And though he hasn't changed, circumstances have. When we last caught up with the doc, he'd become a daddy. Will the doc and Louisa make it official and tie the knot? Why can't you make an effort? Try some small talk. Have a laugh. Sick people don't want to laugh. They want a doctor who knows what he's doing. Or should the villagers put the confetti back in the box? Don't miss the highly anticipated season six of Doc Martin. Continues Wednesday night at nine on Vision. 
Vision TV. This is Daryl Settler for Alt Infinity and Vaughn. Car buying made simple. That's what Alt Infinity is all about. No stress, no hassle, no nonsense. Just fun and easy and rewarding experience that will put you behind the wheel of a fabulous new or used Infinity. Expert sales staff, superior service, and the largest selection in Ontario. And the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's what makes Alt Infinity the captain's choice. Alt Infinity, Woodbridge.com, at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Striving to inspire you at every turn. It was a rainy day in Pizzaville when my wife accused me of having an affair. How could I tell her that I was hopelessly in love with extra thin crust pizza from Pizzaville? I didn't ask for this to happen. It was so thin, so delicate, so delicious. I can't bear to share it with my wife. She wants me to see a counsellor, but I don't want to share it with him either. Call Pizzaville for an extra thin crust pizza at 736-3636. The only thing I love more than sports is sports radio. Take it away, boys. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. And we're back. Thank you, everybody. Uh, the calls have been, been actually quite stupendous. Um, we have Sean Clement right here in the studio with us. But before we get there, okay, um, I'd like to do a little bit of a uh, public service announcement, okay? And, uh, and it's very close to, you know, uh, Wally, uh, close to his heart, and close to our, one of our key sponsors, uh, Pizzaville Pizza and Panzerato. Um, who have honestly have, have done phenomenally well in making this show possible. Uh, you know, the 736-3636, uh, our good friend Angelo um, has been very helpful and very supportive of what we're doing here today. And uh, both uh, Angelo and Walter have experienced uh, some issues with respect to, you know, eye, eye problems. And in particular, um, this show supports the Foundation Fighting Blindness. And they have a website at www.ffb.ca. And I'm just going to turn it over to Walter so he can say a few words about it. And before we get to Sean Clement and we start talking a little bit about golf, Walter. Thanks, Neil. Uh, at the NAS and Wally Sports Hour, and I speak on behalf of NAS as well, we, we'd like to give something back to the community. So we've chosen uh, an organization to support. Vision loss and eye disease affects millions of Canadians. The effects of vision impairment can be devastating and isolating. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour supports the Foundation Fighting Blindness, Canada's leading charity supporting sight-saving research, patient education, and public awareness. Its vision is to restore hope and sight to people living with blinding retinal diseases. Please support the Foundation Fighting Blindness at www.ffb.org. CA. You know what? That's uh, that's awesome, Neil. That's awesome. I can speak personally. It's yep. it's a great organization. They're yes. doing great work. You know, and, thank you, know, you very and much. Listen, you've been very close to it as well. And at some point, you know, down the road, we'll get it. We'll get, uh, you know, we'll bring yeah. that up. I mean, because you did have an incredible experience, and it was like quite captivating. Well, and I'm sure. Fortunately, fortunately, my golf yeah. game under the tutelage of uh, Sean Clement, <laughs> ha- I've ma- managed to maintain Sean's it. House. Sean's in the so, house. Morning, uh, we've got Sean Clement in the house today. Uh, Where good. do we start with this guy? I tell well, you right now, we, you know, if we could bring we could bring a set of clubs in here, well, and, and he could fix that slice of mine. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think his first advice to me would be Neil. Neil, get rid of the golf club. He's a golf okay. instructor, Stop. not a magician. Neil. Stop. Come on. <laughs> My best. Anyways, way. I want to introduce Sean. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> Sean up, uh, is the director of golf <laughs> at the Richmond Hill Country Club. Uh, he's a master of social media. Um, I highly encourage our listeners to check him out. In fact, he's the most popular teacher on YouTube. Uh, Sean, can you tell us a little bit about uh, 
your YouTube channel, and if listeners go to it, uh, what they're going to find there. It's uh, YouTube Sean Clement, if I'm not mistaken. It's Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Clement. That's right. Tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel. Yeah, well, YouTube, what an amazing tool. That's become, uh, in 2000, end of 2006, um, one of uh, my uh, my web programmers uh, suggested uh, with my personality I should be on YouTube, and I said, "What's a YouTube?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, so basically, he showed me how to upload a video, and and I thought, well, this be pretty cool to instead of giving a take home sheet to my students, I could you know do a few videos and and tell them, hey, listen, if you want uh, a little refresher on your on the grip and the posture that we talked about, and and some of the some of the aspects of the swing that we uh, that we went through. Uh, go to these titles on YouTube. And um, all of a sudden, I started getting comments from Australia, New Zealand. And, and you just got back from Australia. I just did, yes. I went to my inaugural uh, uh, trip to Australia down under. I had uh, 32 students over four days down there. It was an action-packed wow. week. Incredible. Um, actually, uh, one of the, the head trainer yeah. for the national team of Australia, Dean Kinney, was uh, mem- was uh, participating in two of my sessions. Yeah, you see that, yeah. Exactly. Because he saw me on YouTube and he says, "Well, man, this is uh, this guy knows uh, some pretty cool stuff, and uh, I want to go, you know, share." So that. on your channel, Sean, how many how many how many instructional videos are you uh, at at the present moment? Uh, at at the present moment, three hundred and three. No way, unbelievable! Like, and these, I can't believe these, that. These are all complete and, and, full and, lessons. And, and, but it's also yeah, but it's the three hundred things I have wrong. I mean, that's the way I'm looking at it. I mean, <laughs> no, that I need no. to fix. Right? You'll see the themes. <laughs> three hundred and one. For you. <laughs> Anyways, when you when you when you teach the the best uh, yeah. the thing that you do when you teach is is you learn how to communicate yes. the same thing a hundred different ways, ah. and that's why there's many videos that uh, that have different analogies. Yes. you know, uh, but uh, the same theme is repeated. Sure. And some people will associate themselves more to a certain analogy. So we have and, a situation. And, say now, I'm sorry to interrupt. Just well. so our listeners are aware, we're going to have Sean. Sean's going to be yeah. with us. Oh, oh, on a go-forward basis, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. vital. We're, we're very lucky he's going to be, be be talking to us on a regular basis. And he's doing us a favor. YouTube channel, 20 million hits. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's pretty phenomenal. cool, isn't it? 40,000 subscribers. Little Canadian guy, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty that, cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And just to, the, no, we're a little bit tight for time. Uh, tell us about your website. www.wisdomandgolf.com. Right. Uh, People ask me why did I choose that name, and uh, basically just look at the word wisdom in the dictionary, and that's that's who we are. Um, You know, I've been teaching the game now for 26 years. I've been playing for 36 years, and um, and I'm a lifer. I've I've been doing this full time, you know, for for that for the duration, and. you know, that's uh, my website uh, has over 16,000 members now. We have a wonderful forum. Anytime you have, you know, you watch the videos and, yeah. then, and then you go practice and you have a blast with the stuff and then, and then you want to talk about it, we, we have amazing Real guys strong. on the forum. We're yeah. so polite. Uh, we're, we don't discriminate. You know, it's just, uh, you know, that's what we do. Well, what we're going to do, too, as well, is like I'm going to make sure that on our website, and again, we haven't really put that out there, www.nazandwally.ca, uh, we'll post a link like, straight, to your, straight to your information, Sean. We'll, we'll and, 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 and I want, the reason why I, I wanted to jump in, I'm anxious. Okay, because golf season, like, finally. Okay, look, look, look. The, the weather's changing out. Well, okay. finally, finally above zero today. I don't yeah. want to be teeing off on, on like a on a, on a freaking you know like snowdrift. 
And you've been down. You've you've been in Florida, Walter. Uh, Naz and I have been like you know basically you know cleaning the grass off of last year, <laughs> no, the clubs from last year. And like if we're to get prepared, like what are the things that we should do? Is there any type of uh, like I'm sure that there's going to be some physical activity, some stretching, something you can recommend at this point, um, just to get us started, okay? And and you know and and tell us what we can do. Uh, to get ready for the golf season, like so that we don't get out there and it's like you know that 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 first tee, tee jitters, okay, you know, and, well, and 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 slam a ball. Well, I've got know. the solution for that. Call call Sean Clement and, Sean and Clem- book some lessons. <laughs> That's what I would do. I pay a fortune for <laughs> golf clubs, right, so that I can hit the ball eighty yards further into the woods. Well, well, here you can. And I'll give you a couple of video sure. titles. Then, so if you go to YouTube.com okay. and just search these titles, okay, uh, Medicine Ball, Sean Clement, Medicine Ball, or Kettlebell, Sean Clement, oh. and my favorite, my favorite store for golf training aids, Home Depot. Look at Hammer for More Power, Sean Clement. So these are good things, actually. Yeah. I, mean, I am familiar. I these, go to the these gym. Will get you, Listen, the these gym. will get you the right exercises to get the, to get the season started. Gym five days a week. Okay, so I'm familiar with the kettlebell. Medicine ball. Yeah. Is it, you do any smashing with the medicine ball? Is there any of that going on? No, you know, no, not at all. Just, okay. so you're obviously showing your golf ignorance, Neil. Of course. So, <laughs> no, but the, I mean, do you, do you tee up a medicine ball, the, take a swing no, at it? No, 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 yeah, no. But no. you can heave Come. the four-pound hammer in your backyard from Home Depot. That, okay, that'd be I like good. That. Sean, Sean's got a unique way of teaching the golf swing. And our listeners are going to be introduced to it, and you are going to learn something. So one so more time, I highly recommend you go again. either yeah, no, I, to listen. Sean Clement YouTube or www.wisdomandgolf.com. <laughs> get him to drive me home. You might learn something. <laughs> get, him, get him to drive me home so we can talk about it. I, you know, oh, I got to go. Yeah, exactly. Open the cottage up in a couple of weeks and get this guy up there to show me how to swing a golf club. You know, I'm taking a divot the size of a bath mat lately. So you know, I, and I you've I also have... written some uh, articles in some uh, magazines. You've been nominated. As a golf teacher of the year in Ontario, where, where can uh, where can the listeners find some of your material? Um, basically, on the website. I, I okay. mean, I did uh, also did a show on the Go- uh, Golf Channel's Academy Live uh, back in two thousand and one. That's oh and uh, I, I wrote for Golf Tips magazine. Uh, several articles there. Uh, same for Score Golf. You've seen me in Score Golf, yes. and uh, and I did a lot of articles for uh, Fairways magazine as well. So. You know, it's uh, when when you've been at it for a long time, and you you know you've had a lot of practice with your students, uh, then you become a little more adept at uh, doing some writing and doing some uh, some presence uh, on on in front of the camera. We have the Masters coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, we're probably going to talk to you about that in the next few weeks, uh, next week or so Not before a- the tournament. And. Uh- uh, I can't wait. It's uh, you know, with with the winter we've had and the the Masters around the corner. I mean, I think everybody's ready to jump out of their skins this season. It's uh, it's uh, it's going to be a blast. Well, we're going to make a show of that for sure. And uh, we're going to have to start. We're going to have to start winding down the show. We're, we're running right, out of time for today, Sean. Sean, <laughs> so, and Sean, we're going to make sure. And you you know it. We got to have this guy in a lot more frequent frequently. And when we can't get him in, if he's on the road, we're going to certainly do a call in. That'd uh, be my so pleasure, you guys. Have to do that. Because uh, in our experience, golf is really, really, really vital and important. It's like, and we've had that discussion, so you know where I'm coming from with that. So it's a uh, pleasure having you here today, exactly, Sean. Sean. We look yeah, forward to we, having you back. Thanks, guys. Excellent yeah, thanks, first Sean. guest. Excellent first Appreciate guest. You know it. what? And if we spell your name wrong, it's worth more money <laughs> on the website. Just so that you know, once we do your your trading card, uh, Walter, do you want to wind down the first show? Do you have anything to say? Well, Naz? A, uh, any last words? A couple of things to look forward to this week, but there's something. Yes. Uh, something happened last week that I think we feel we need to mention. Naz, I know that you're a huge, huge Buffalo Bills fan. 
And this this has not been a good week for Buffalo Bills fans. Yeah, but, uh, Ralph Wilson passed away this week at 95 years old, and Jim oh. Kelly's not doing very well. Uh, he's Jim suffering Kelly. from cancer, and uh, it doesn't look like he's uh, going to make it past a couple of months well, from what I'm told. Wood, but he, uh, the Bills, uh, Kelly was quite a quarterback, let me tell you. Yeah. Anything else to look forward to in the week of sports this week? We've got March Madness today. A couple yes. of more games. Yes. Yeah. And the Raptors uh, in the playoffs. We've got the Raptors in the playoffs, a good thing. We'll keep an eye on uh, TFC. Yes. And uh, just want to thank, want to say a couple of thank yous. Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's get them um, Naz, it's great to be back on the air with you. Oh, my Thanks, God. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, perfect. I want to thank You're our welcome. sponsors, Claudio uh, at Steel's Paint, Dominic at Alt Infinity, and Angelo uh, at uh, Pizzaville. Thanks so much yes. for showing your Making support. Neil, yes, sir. thanks for all your hard work. Oh, my God. Really appreciate it. No, no, no. And uh, we'll be back here again next Sunday, 9 a.m. Looking forward to it. Should be another interesting week in sports. And maybe the Leafs will win three in a row, and we'll be talking about the playoffs again. Oh, wouldn't that, that be no, wonderful? Let's, let's not, you know, let's like, you know, let's separate uh, fantasy and fiction. We Have a great week all right. to all. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air and The Garden Show.